Hey, 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 it's Carrington. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to be back. I'm here with my main man, Kyle. Kyle, how are you? That is me. I am happy to be back. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. That's that's what I can say is <laughs> I've been sir. giddy over this for the last couple weeks. Dude, when you hit me up and said, hey, you ready to start podcasting again? I was like, yes, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's weird because we had... I had stopped doing it for a while mm -hmm. and um, it's it's ever since then I had just been like, man, I really want to get back into doing this. I, I enjoyed doing it, but um, it was a little, it was too much at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, with, with COVID and everything, it was a lot to deal with mentally and to just get into, to keep that rhythm up for a while. It was just tough. It was rough, but yeah. having a small break, I've been having that itch for a while and I was just wondering, like, you know, I wonder if everyone else is into it or not. But when you hit me up, I said, yes, let's go. And when you said, can it just be the two of us? I said, even better, even though I love everybody else. Right. I love Cody. I love Jordan. I love Donovan. I love all those guys. No bad blood, no bad feelings. But when I said, right. I told them what was up. Um, I was like, hey, RDP starting up again under a new name. And it's just going to be Kyle and I. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm right there along the same feelings as you. Yeah, it, it's nice to have everyone. Um, it it definitely made for a colorful cast and and yep. great commentary. And yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Absolutely. So, yep. And so everyone that's here probably realizes that it's not real dudes podcast or you know rdp anymore we are now K indie gaming so that's kind of a new name change same guys same real dudes but you know just under a new name um we think it's better for everybody for us and so hit us up on all the social medias we're k kk indie gaming um instagram twitter facebook all the socials including tiktok now we're on tiktok mm -hmm. now so we let's are. go yeah and so you know, keep that in mind. I'll, I'll reiterate: it's KK Indie Gaming across everything. We want to make sure it's universal and as easy as possible. Um, if you're already following us on all the platforms, don't worry; you're still following us. It's just the same guys, different name, and same great indie games to cover as well. Am I right? Yes, 100%. And full disclosure, uh, since I believe I've recorded last, I have developed another child. And <laughs> yes, you, um, have. <laughs> you could possibly hear them on and off through this. So uh, I don't really apologize in advance, but just, just fair warning if you hear a kid, that is my kids rumbling and tumbling upstairs. So, but yeah, uh, I, indie games to the max. And um, yeah, actually, video, just video games in general. You know, I'm just I'm excited to get back into this and sink my fingers and my hours into these games and play them and hopefully chat with some developers in the future. And, Absolutely. You know, see what's out there that a lot of people don't know about. Absolutely. And speaking of speaking to developers, it's weird. We talked about starting this back up again. Two creators hit me up in the meantime. Wow. So I already have two interviews set up for us. I, if you're available or not, that's all great. But. They're guests I've had on in the past, so I'm excited to hit them up again because they both have new projects. Well, one's a new project. One was their project's now complete. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. Very cool, man. We got a great show, I believe. And we got a great show lined up today. The first game that we are covering for K&K Indie Games, Nobody Saves the World. Kyle, you hit 
me up. You found this game. How did you hear about it? How did you find out about it real quick? I believe after we had um, uh, went through our text messages and we're trying to figure out what we were going to do here, I went and looked up, well, what's what's the new games out right now that um, people may not have heard of? What are the indie games that, you know, trying to get out there and i saw nobody saves the world it had released a little earlier this year but it was Mm -hmm. made by drinkbox studios same Mm -hmm. people made guacamole and i knew immediately that had to been uh something you know something definitely worth checking out definitely absolutely and the description reads really quick transform from a featureless nobody and by the way they literally mean that <laughs> into a slug, <laughs> yeah. a wrestler, and a dragon in this new take on action RPGs from the creator of Guacamelee. Discover 15 distinct forms, mix and match their abilities, clear evolving dungeons, and save the world. Mm-hmm. This game is available on all platforms, so you literally have zero excuse to miss out on it. And even better, if you have Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. it's on Game Pass. So you can yeah, you download that. it. You can stream it through cloud gaming. It's there. So you yep. have zero excuse. If you're listening, zero excuse to at least check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, as soon as I found out it was on Game Pass, I was like, oh, this is worth getting. Although I mm. personally, I played it on Switch. I don't know what you played it on, but... I played it on both just so I could get the feel of it, but I, my most of my time was spent on Xbox. Okay. Okay. So what did you think of it? Um, getting into it. Yeah. I, I, from the beginning, uh, starting out in it, I loved it. And I believe that my love for the game carried through, um, throughout my playing through it. Uh, mm-hmm. it was, um, you could kind of get an idea of what you were getting into when you watched the original trailer, when you read the description. Um, but the the <laughs> hold on, my kid just fell. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, did you hear it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but playing through it, um, it was a lot more fun than what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely got old school Zelda vibes through it, uh, mm-hmm. just through the action. And the fighting through it and the puzzle solving in it. Um, I don't know if that if you had got the same thing. Uh, on top of that, um, I was afraid that there would be a lot of um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It not replayability. Uh, help me out here. When something it just repeats itself over and over. Oh, um. I know it's not monotony you're talking about, but I know what you're talking about. I was afraid it was repetitive. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Yeah. Yes. I thought there was going to be a lot of repetition throughout the game. There wasn't. um, And and the way that they handled that where it could have been a lot of repetition uh, was avoided because of the way that you could, as the description says, you could discover different forms. Mm-hmm. And because you could discover different forms, they had different abilities, and uh, you could mix and match the abilities, which I thought really kept the game alive and made it very enjoyable and uh, kept the fun factor up in it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, because it, it is from the makers of Guacamelee, I wasn't too concerned about like the storyline or mm-hmm. the humor because I know the writing was going to be there. But it going from like a an action platformer to an RPG that, that I was wondering how that was going to work out for them. And they nailed it on the head. And when you said Zelda vibes, I was like, yes, that's what I was thinking of. Cause mm-hmm. I couldn't think of it. Um, because it, the way Zelda does things, you know, you get powers or abilities or 
gadgets or whatever, and it opens up the world more. The puzzles get slightly harder each time, and um, you're able to revisit certain areas and get to areas you weren't able to before. And that's how this game is essentially set up. But I wouldn't say it's like, oh, this is like Zelda, because it's not. But it's just that kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Progression. Right. It's is very similar. Um, because there's one part... It's pretty early on. Um, you can turn into a mouse and mm-hmm. you can get into all kinds of different things. And then I noticed a nest somewhere. I'm like, what's this nest for? And it took a while, but then I unlocked an egg form. And that's how you unlock oh, the dragon. You got, you got that right from the mouse? Yeah. It took wow. a while. Okay. It took a while. Okay. Um, to get the egg, though. It, the egg is. And then the egg itself, it takes a long time to get the dragon. So trust okay. me. It's. Yeah. it's the dragons, uh, it takes a lot to get there. But anyway, uh, it's all set up very fine. I will say, I did think the game was really easy up until you started being able to mix and match the form's abilities. And then the difficulty skyrocketed. Like, that's when I started dying and having to actually strategize and plan on what I was going to do and how to take on enemies and such. And that was brilliant, I think. Because uh, having it start out hard right away, you know, as someone who has... Recently delved into something like Elden Ring. I was not ready to get my butt whooped every two seconds. Yeah, and and going back to the whole, uh, I don't think I don't think it's spoiler territory. The mouse is the first form that you get, and you get it within um, the first literal five minutes of starting yeah. up the game. Yeah, and and you know the game is an action RPG, and I feel like with most action RPGs, your first encounters are with mice and rats. Mm-hmm. And with this game, your first encounter is as a mouse and as a rat. <laughs> it's not like a huge detail, but whenever it happened, I thought, man, that's kind of funny because, you know, you're usually fighting my, or you're fighting slime or something. Right, but, right. Uh, it, it was funny how they, how they turned you into the mouse to attack the enemy, um, which along the lines with that, I feel like the, the writing in the game, hysterical. Yes. All of it's funny. Everybody is kind of like... Um, I don't know if ditzy is a good word, but just kind of like goofy. And and I got um, Monty Python vibes from yes. it. It's just kind yes, of funny, absolutely. funny writing. Yeah, very much so. And, and a lot of the quests are funny, and I really appreciated that. And it kept like it kept the story going, kept the game going, yep. made me want to do side quests that I didn't really, yep. um, wouldn't have found interest in. But because of the writing and the reasoning for the side quests, it it pushed me into doing them and wanting to complete them. Yeah, the humor is very witty, but it's also pretty dry, which I think is hilarious. Because um, there, I, slight, small spoiler, like there's this one side quest where um, the, you're part of the Thieves Guild, and then you have to plan a heist. And the, the guy goes, yeah, all you got to do is just change forms and get um, this item from the shopkeeper. He's like, why is this like sneaky or conniving or heist? Because it's cheap for if you, as long as you're a human or something like that. So you can resell it for a higher price or something. So you just go into the, the store and change your form each time and do it like four times. And then you complete the quest. And I think it was hilarious just the way it was yeah. set up. Like I'm not doing that side quest justice on how entertaining it was. Right. But it I was, feel like a lot of the side quests were through the game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like if I were to just sit here and describe like all the humor is in the game it, I, me describing it doesn't do it justice at all because the dialogue takes care of all of that and it does a wonderful job yeah 
for sure. And the game itself, um, uh, as far as keeping you interested in it, you know, they could have just kept it to where each class or not each class, each um, each form uh, had their own abilities. But no, once you mentioned, you know, they mix and match the abilities further on into the game, it really opens up to a whole new way that you can play the game, whole new way of uh, making the character that you love to play as. Um, a little different and mm-hmm. either more challenging or easier depending on what you're dealing with. Um, I I had a favorite form. I don't know if you did. If yes. something that you would like to. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so it, I didn't realize. Okay, so at first, at first it was the knight. I thought the knight was pretty op. Um, I'm like, oh man, the knight's really op when I when mm-hmm. I unlocked him. And then it got to one point where I just couldn't like move forward i had to actually start changing forms again and all that mm-hmm. stuff and then i found the bodybuilder dude mm-hmm. he wrecks face i love yeah. him <laughs> yeah yeah uh, both those characters are incredible and, and yeah i mean the the night na- the, the night the <laughs> night felt op um from the beginning the bodybuilder was is such a great character mm-hmm. uh, for me i don't know if it's an oddball but the slug <laughs> I noticed when I, you were streaming, you were playing as the slug. I'm like, I, the slug, just the fact that you know, his ability to slow down enemies, especially um, uh, when you have big groups of enemies, you can slow down the whole enemy and pelt them with your tears. You know, mm-hmm. he shoots his tears at them. Uh, I just, I love that. And I thought it was such a, it's so weird. <laughs> you're shooting yeah. tears and, and killing enemies with it, but it's so funny. And that's just, you know, that just goes to tell you that the game itself is, is, uh, it's just goofy. It's fun. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's very enjoyable. And I think for the price itself, I believe I paid twenty four ninety nine for it on Switch. That sounds about right. Uh, and and it's about I think if you were to complete it within a quick time, it would be fourteen hours. Like that is that's a reasonable yeah. price. I was that's gonna say between fourteen really and twenty price. hours, easy. Yeah. yeah. And and two, it's funny because like some of the designs on the forum, some of them are really cute and adorable you know and then the others like the mermaid is terrifying oh, creepy it is oh so yeah creepy. that's like that's like ariel gone wrong <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so that when i when i changed that form i was shocked like it didn't scare me or anything like oh my gosh i'd never want to be the mermaid because she has some great abilities mm-hmm. but i i was kind of shocked like oh my gosh like that's legitimately it's terrifying creepy. compared I to all the other my daughter that. No, yeah no yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. definitely not yeah um, but yeah, I, I think I definitely got Zelda vibes from the game, uh, like a Zelda 4.0 or something like, you know, that there's a lot of progression in the game, a lot of, uh, uh, abilities and stuff that I absolutely loved in the game. And I personally, I would recommend it to a friend to play if they want, wanted to try something new, um, something that, uh, uh, I was not overwhelming because the game to yeah. me is not, it's not an overwhelming game. It is a longer game, I believe, mm-hmm. especially uh, for, for an indie game. game. Yeah, for an indie game, um, but something that you can feel good playing and um, uh, get your money's worth out of as well. And two, what's nice, um, I mean, I'm not so busy right now, but there were a couple of days where I'm like, I was busy, but I, you can pick it up for five minutes if you want to yeah. and still feel like you did something or, you know, you can play for five hours and get yeah. obviously get that same effect. Yeah, I found myself doing that. It's either, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't come across as uh, offensive or something to Drinkbox Studios, but it's one of those games where if you want to sit on the toilet and play for five minutes, <laughs> you can. Um, but at night, also before bed, I was finding myself playing it for, you know, at least an hour, um, trying to progress through it. And I, I loved it. I Yeah, it's it's a good game. Absolutely. I, I think now we can get to the point where we can score it. You know, personally, I gave it probably a solid 
eight out of ten. The writing's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the art is fantastic, and the forms are all entertaining. I I love them all. Um, I I never felt like there was a weak form in the mix. <laughs> Sorry, I never felt like there was a weak form in the mix that you filmed. I felt like there each one had its own love that was catered to it by the de- the developers. Um, I thought the music was really great, especially mm-hmm. uh, having like an, uh, a 16 bit type of sound to it. Um, they were pretty catchy. Um, it is a little bit on the harder side. So if you're looking for a challenge, this is definitely for you. If you're looking to get through something in just a few hours, this probably isn't for you, but I'm not, yeah. that's not a negative for me, but I'm just letting people know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, was thinking about eight to an eight point five for the game. Um, mm-hmm. It delivers. It's it's reasonably priced, and the artwork in it is is really good. It's beautiful. It's vibrant, full of color, and um, although the humor is dry and I, and sarcasm is is definitely in it, I appreciate <laughs> yep. that in the game. Um, there's there's not really a dull moment in this game, and and I think uh, I'll go with you. An eight, an eight is definitely a good good uh, number for this game and yeah i highly recommend it it's it's a good game and it can be picked up on all platforms even even last generation platforms it's on the uh series or not series x on the xbox one and ps4 there you have it no excuse to at the very least not check it out especially have game pass like yeah at the very least if you have game pass i would at least download it and see what you think for a few minutes oh it's got online co-op too, which yes, we, did not try. we did not we try. We should have definitely tried that, but it is that is there. So if you have a friend you want to play with, you, that is available. Some caveats with online co-op that I did find out though: it is not cross-platform. However, comma, if you have a PS4 and someone's on PS5, that works. Or if you're someone on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. cross-generational. Yeah, it's cross-generational, but okay. it's not like cross-platform. Okay. I like that cross generation. Cool. I like that. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick small break, let some ads play for you while we kind of collect ourselves and get ready for the news. There you go. And we are back. We are live and we are in business. I hope you enjoyed those short ads. Um, yeah, Kyle. Something crazy happened while we were a little on hiatus. I'll call it a hiatus. Oh yeah, um, dude. <laughs> um, one of our past guests um, was helping create something called the play date. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the play date, you can always refer back to an interview we did with. And I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, Kyle. Nevin Morgan. Nevin Morgan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry, Nevin, for forgetting the name. Um, the play date was released. I don't have one on me, but I have seen people talk about it. I've seen people play it. It seems like it has been an insane, huge hit um, on social media. Cause I, I, it was trending on my Twitter for a while. Um, for those that are wondering what the play date is, it's basically basically think of the original Game Boy, and it's got kind of like a crank shaft to it to help power it and it's got a very basic um display it's black and white um they open it up to indie developers to put games on there and um, good lord that little thing is i don't know how to describe it it's about 200 bucks (laughs) yeah it's unique very unique yes yes it is i love the idea behind it the concept behind it 
the problem is, it's getting a hold of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're on. I believe that they are on, on high demand right now. Um, yeah, uh, about two hundred bucks. I believe it's around one seventy nine to pick up one. And I have not gotten one. I believe you have not gotten one either. Um, because of life, I've not really. I hate to say this. I've not picking up the interest to get one, but I still would like to get one eventually. Right, right. Uh, a friend of mine picked one up off eBay. Ooh, okay. And uh, last week he said they were going for about $900 to $1,000. Good God. Yeah, but since then prices dropped, so he, he did not pay that much for it. Okay. Um, but that just goes to show you like how high of demand these things are going for and – and yeah, the, the the crank itself, like you said, powers, but it's also utilized for games uh, on right. the playdate. Also, that's right. Um, as a a control function. So, um, yeah, I it's such a cool idea, especially for indie developers, um, those that are wanting to uh, get their hand their their games out into uh, people that are looking for their games. Because I feel like if if you want to pick up a playdate. You're looking for unique games that are not out to um, uh, show up on every console, every yeah device. You know they're unique. They're they're special games. And the the thing that I love about this is, yeah, you pay almost two hundred bucks for it, um, but the playdate will release two titles each week for the next 12 weeks after paying for it without being charged for that. So you're getting games for free um, on, on this console. Whereas, you know, previous handhelds, if you were to uh, buy them, you would have to buy the games as well, unless you bought a bundle package or something. Which is brilliant marketing. Not only are you getting the console into people's hands, you're giving them an opportunity to play more games and get exposure to not only just your product, but also uh, new games, new developers, and may hopefully someone connects and falls in love with it just as much. Yeah, very much so. And I was actually comparing uh, prices mm-hmm. previously for other handhelds. I don't know if you saw this, but so like the Game Boy Color going back way back in time, Game Boy Color released at seventy dollars, sixty nine ninety nine. Not a bad price at all, but yeah. also back in that time, that might have been a higher price. Nintendo DS was one forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it was. I remember. That's, that's a, I mean, that's pricey. That's getting up there. Pricey for and then the three DS was two forty nine ninety nine. How did I? Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was in college when the 3DS came out, and somehow a broke college kid like me was able to go out and get a 3DS. That's a, that's expensive. Was I, it was worth playing Ocarina of Time on it for yeah. the 3DS? But yeah, that I mean that is that's so pricey. And then now you know you think about paying two forty nine ninety nine for the 3DS, and and the functionality of it is fantastic, but you're not getting games with it. Whereas with this, you are getting games. Uh, if you've looked at the list of games for the play date, a lot of them look really cool and super unique. And I love that they're doing two games a week. So that gives you time to play through them and, and not be bombarded with games. You know, you can sit there and play. Mm-hmm. All right. So you pick it up from, from release date, you play through them two a week. You're able to decipher whether or not, Oh, do I like this or should I move on to the next game? And then, Hey, a week from now I've got more games I can play. And then it allows you to narrow down on the games that you actually want to spend time with and mm-hmm. actually dig your your claws into and i know at the time when we had the interview with mr morgan 
he talked about being able to work with the creator of one of my favorite games, Katamari Damachi. And he's got a game on there as well. Um, and so, I mean, there are some big names that are also creating things for the play date. So even if you don't think you're going to like something, there's going to be some big names attached to it as well that you, you know, maybe you want to check out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, I don't see myself getting this anytime soon. I would love to get a, get my own, you know, device, my own play date, but pre-order dates have gone back to 2023. So I don't have a thousand bucks to drop. I know my wife would not appreciate if I dropped a thousand bucks on this right now. I don't have a thousand bucks to drop on this right now. (laughs) Yeah, And I'm a single dude working full time. I still don't have that much money. But the, the, the fact that, pre-orders are going back that far is that's awesome i mean yeah. that they, they've got something here they've got something that people want and um it might have been good you know they originally were planning to release in 2020 that could have that could have dropped the system you know with the pandemic going on mm-hmm. for them to hold out till 2022 when things are starting to lighten up mm-hmm. and um hopefully uh companies are starting to do better and you know, yeah uh, financially this this might have been the perfect time to release the play date and i'm excited to see it on the market i love seeing that yellow handheld device on twitter mm-hmm. wherever i end mm-hmm. up seeing it. it it's so cool it's so unique and uh, i really hope this is something uh that paves the way for indie developers and paves the way for handheld consoles and i have way more faith in this thing the play date than i did with something like with Ouya. if those of you who remembered that uh, yeah, yeah I, it was a disaster absolute disaster um this little android based console um if for those that remember it you remember how awful it was for those that don't trust me there's a reason why you just don't know the name and kyle left me so i don't know if he has anything else to say at the moment sorry um but I'm, i'm glad that we are kind of back at it you know, we're going to probably keep it a little shorter, um, these episodes, um, roughly 30-ish minutes. I know before we were in the 45 to hour range, but please be patient with us. We're just getting back into the things. We're, we have to, you know, wet our feet a little bit. Um, so that's all I have at the moment. Um, I, I don't think Kyle has anything. Um, he hasn't said anything to me on Discord yet or anything. If he can hear me, dun, dun, dun. Um, like I said, we've got two great interviews lined up. Um, I'm doing one tomorrow and one Friday, so that should be fun. If you're fans with us, um, you should recognize these names because one has been with us. This is his, oh boy, I think this is number four or five for him. Um, and the other guests will make the second time with us, so... I'm excited to have them back. Keep an eye out. Um, I'm not keeping them a secret or anything, but you will have to pay attention. That's all I'm going to say. Just pay attention. Oh, gotcha. Kyle let me know that his daughter turned off the internet, but I'm going to wrap things up. Um, You guys have a great time. Have a great day. And before I leave, just a small heads up. Our socials, once again, are KK Indie Gaming. Once again, KK Indie Gaming across everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, 
TikTok. Yeah, we got TikToks now. Kyle's doing a great job with the TikTok side, and we've got ideas on how to handle all the social stuff. And we're excited to get back in this and play some great indie games. Um, if there's, for whatever reason, um, there is anything you would like us to cover, let us know. And Kyle is back in business. And as always, really have a great it's okay. day. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Gosh, man. <laughs> all right. So our, our switch to the internet is literally on the wall, and mm -hmm. they it's next to all the other switches, so... Oh, irritates me whenever they shut that off. Gotcha. You're Keep good. Bottom. I've already wrapped everything up. Unless there's anything you want to add and edit in, but I, I wrapped everything up. Added oh, socials nice. again and said keep an eye out for our future stuff. Uh, encouraged to leave voice messages and emails for hot topics by chance. Okay. On Anchor. I'll say it. I'll say it real quick. You're good. I'll mute myself. Okay. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hot takes, anything you want us to cover, because we are on Anchor, you can leave us a voicemail. Um, have you played Nobody Saves the World? Let us know. If, is there a game that you played that just you, got, you want us to talk about it? Let us know. No matter what, just let us know. That's what we're here for. We're here, not only do we have a voice, we want you to have a voice as well. And on top of that, uh, if you're listening on Apple iTunes or Apple uh, Podcasts, um, Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It, it helps us out tremendously, um, more than, than you can imagine. And if you're on – watch us on YouTube, leave us a comment, subscribe, and like I don't know if you covered that character. Did you cover I did that? not. That's great. Okay. That's a great reminder. Thank okay. you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, my internet got shut off during this. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. This has been a blast, and I'm glad that we are back at this. We are back in business. Let's go. <laughs>